Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. I messed the art of fighting but I know how to fight. You have found it. This is You Have Offended This Podcast. We are the biggest, the baddest, and the best martial arts movie podcast kicking around these parts of the internet. My name is Mike McCarran, and with me, as always, is a man who once used to wear very blue spandex tights. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. I thought you were going to say black silk underwear. Well, but yeah, that's a little personal. <laughs> I was going to, I don't think I'll go there. Anyway, Chad Lindsay, how are you, pal? <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm great. I I had fun going back to this. Uh, I had fun going back to this. So you and I saw this in the theater together yep. back when it first came out. Uh, Park Lane Cinemas in Halifax, and I had a I had a good time. I don't think that this is one of uh, Van Damme's best movies as far as like my favorites go, but I really do think that it's one of the best put together van damme films like just the oh i just fucking slapped my microphone uh just the uh the scope the size the budget it's well done it really is it's very well done the the longer the movie went on the more i liked it like i started off in this like oh for christ's sake like you know and i started to remember a little bit about it and i was like oh my god i remember this and the cheese but the more it went on the more i was like this is like classic van damme well, this is really when, like, you started to see, like, oh, this is what he's about. And he's going to keep going to this well over and over again for his career, which he does. Yeah, but I think, like, this is this is Double Impact, written and directed by Sheldon Lettich, whom I really like. I actually think, you know, like, you, you can talk about those big, big directors, like, you know, that top tier, like the Spielbergs and all that stuff. Yep. But when you go into these smaller budget films... I really think that Sheldon Lettich is a is a standout because I'm a I'm a big fan of um, structure and pacing yep. in films and as boring as that sounds like I really like the way that this was written Boo, I nerd. really like the way that it yeah I really <laughs> like the way that it was that it was paced out yeah like there's no there's no like big lulls where things go down like it it actually starts and maintains a pretty good momentum as it as it goes throughout the uh the entire film so you know overall i i think that based on the reviews online people are like i give it a five out of ten i'm i'm actually way higher i'm like a seven and a half eight out of ten on this like i really i really appreciate this film yeah i like it and i remember we talked a little earlier today and i was mentioning i was reading the reviews and you can really tell in the reviews whether the person is a martial arts movie fan or just a normal movie fan because the martial arts movie fans are like what you and I are saying like oh this is classic Van Damme you know it's all good it's kind of fun it's pacing's good it keeps the action coming you know yes is it it's cheesy oh yeah of course it's fucking cheesy but that's what a martial arts movie is and then the normal movie fans are like what the fuck is this garbage like holy shit balls this is this is abject what the fuck man like come on yeah Yeah. Van Damme can't act. He's playing two people. Holy shit, I don't want more of him. <laughs> yeah. But it's good, man. I, like, I, I had a fun time with this. Going back and rewatching it and seeing the scenes where, like, the special effects, as far as putting two people on the screen at the same time, it's the same as that first 
Disney's The Parent Trap. You know, just yeah, like you can see the fuzzy the outline screen. of the green screen the, around the, them and shit. Yeah. Well, or the, well, I just mean like the cameras locked down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. this is like one guy's on camera left, one guy's on camera right. Like there's no camera movement yeah. because well, we fucking can't move can't. the camera. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then like you said, there's a there's a few scenes that you know when you get the. Uh, when you get the high definition version, you're like, man, I can really see that green outline on Van Damme, yeah. which was certainly less, you know, if you were to watch it in the theater or watch it on VHS. So, oh, for sure, yeah. Um, but overall, like, I had a blast going back, and this is the film I remember being in the theater watching with you, and I'm like, is is your dad in this film? My dad is entirely guy, in this film. Yes. The guy that raises, <laughs> the guy that raises Chad looks exactly like your father. You know, it's awesome. You know, what's funny is, uh, I was watching this this morning for the podcast. My wife came down and she saw him, Jeffrey. It's Jeff. We're talking about the actor, Jeffrey Lewis, Jeffrey Lewis yeah. um, who we actually already have seen on the podcast. We, he was in, uh, uh, uh the Mark Dacascos, uh, capoeira movie only, only the, the strong. strong yeah he was in that movie and that is just to reiterate that's the father of actress juliette lewis who uh yeah fantastic actor. tremendous actor i mean jesus dude jeffrey lewis has had you know he sadly passed away in tw- 2015 but he had 226 credits to his name when he did like that's a fucking astonishing that's a lot of amount credits. of yeah. acting work like that's a steadily working actor for for like three four five decades like a tremendously successful actor, even though he's not in a ton of things that you'd go, oh yeah, fuck, I remember that. Like he's just one of those guys that woke up, script in hand, went to work, and fucking did his thing. Like he was the shit. I love the guy, but he looks exactly like my dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this one, this one was kind of at the at the apex of Van Dam kind of hitting his heyday because you know, like Bloodsport and Kickboxer, some of those earlier films were you know, really in that niche market. Yeah. And, you know, this is kind of the point where he was he was doing talk, the talk show circuit in the U.S. And they're like, look at this guy, the muscles from Brussels. Oh, yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme. So this is kind of like the most Van Damme film of all the Van Damme films. And he's in it twice. He plays two roles yep. simultaneously in this film. So overall, I, I, I fucking had a blast. I really like this film. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's get into it. Let's brother. roll into this. All right, well, I want to thank our patrons before we get in like we always do. Thank you so much. You keep the lights on at the podcast. If you would like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Sign up there. You can become a member for a wide array of price points, anything to fit your budget. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com, buy some merch, help us out there. That'll get you something and help us out. And you can follow us on our social media. On Twitter and on TikTok, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just look up. You have offended this podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us and let us know what you want to see or your thoughts on what we've already already done. So check that shit out. Yeah, man. So this movie opens up with a little ceremony in Hong Kong with the opening of an undercover, undercover, underwater bridge. And uh, we see the twins there as babies. And the twins' mom and dad... Uh, the mom is in clearly trying to look like Jackie Onassis <laughs> and uh, my dad, Jeffrey Lewis, playing uh, Frank Avery, who is their security. And after this ceremony, they go home. They they tell Frank he can take the night off and they are followed home by uh, triads who end up killing the twins, mom and dad in a pretty, pretty 
pretty actually dope shootout with Frank coming up to try and save them and the, the baby boys get split up uh, between the, the maid and Frank, who takes the other one, who end up, ends up taking Chad. I honestly thought this was a great opening. It's a great like, opening. It's it's fast paced. It gets all of the uh, all of the exposition that you need to get out. It gets out in a really really quick fashion. Yep. It's a celebratory type event. You know, they're opening this this tunnel between the mainland and um, and Hong Kong, and they're like, hey, have a great night off. Like, you know, your dad Jeffrey Lewis is having a good. Uh, good uh, conversation with paul wagner the the father that basically worked on the construction of this yep. the the acting is actually quite good it's not bad like, yep. i'm not i'm not even fucking joking no, it's i think not. the acting is really really good we're talking about a van damme film yep. but i think it's done well and the stark contrast of the violence because they basically drive to their house there's a hit squad there they kill the father they kill the mother bolo young is there looking fly yeah he looks dope i love that dude just Overall, I thought it was great. Jeffrey Lewis, like, they do a little bit of hair and makeup on him to make him look young because, you know, they do this 25-year passage. So yeah. he's wearing a hairpiece. He's wearing a little bit of dye in his mustache. But he looks good, um, man. Like, this but, is 91. He's, you know. Yeah. He looks good. He looks it's, believe, believable as a veteran security guard. Yeah. And, I mean, well, it came out in 91, but it's supposed to be 25 years prior to 91. Yes. So he's, yeah. you know, a younger fella. And then we cut to... Uh, immediately after that horribly violent, what will happen to my baby? Well, they drop, you yeah, the, the maid drops, shotgun. the maid drops, uh, Chad off to the French orphanage in Hong Kong. Yes. And, uh, Frank, the bodyguard takes Chad, Chad off to LA where we get the smash cut to a woman's vagina in your face. That's a man. We, we talk about going from standard definition to high definition, and that high definition vagina was like <laughs> right in my face. Not to mention Van Damme's asshole. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm just like Jesus. That's a bit. That's a bit much. Like that. There's French cut, and then there's oh, oh yeah. Cut. That, that God then there's damn the damn cut. Unitard she's wearing is just like oh my that is god, just like, covering her lips. She waxed just just like barely but yeah we get the cut to la and now we see that chad has grown up he's 25 years old he's for some reason wearing blue spandex and a super tight blue oh, spandex spaghetti strap crop fucking top moose like, knuckle central that yeah, homeboy is yeah got. it's it's crazy and then of course we have to showcase his karate so in the karate school there's an australian guy causing some shit causing a ruckus some shenanigans so he gets sent in to deal with it all the beginners here are put in pink geese for some reason. I don't know what that's about. But uh, yeah. But anyway, his dad, well, stepdad, I guess, uh, Frank, goes off here to, to see a picture of his brother that they found, seemingly. The Australian guy in the kickboxing class has hit one of his uh, training partners and doesn't feel one goddamn bit bad about it. Him nor his ponytail <laughs> feel badly about it. And uh, he starts talking shit to Van Damme. And uh, Van Damme says, well, let me see one of your kicks. And the guy tries to kick him, and Van Damme knocks him cold the fuck out. Yeah, it's it's part of showcasing the different styles of it. And I will say, like, there was one small disappointment I had when I saw this film, like, the first time, when I saw it in the theater with you. Yeah. All of the marketing material was, you know, like, two Van Dams on the cover, right? And, you know, like, it was like double impact, you know, double the action, double the Van yeah. Damme. Like, that was, one like, packs a gun, one marketing. packs a punch. That's the line that pissed me off. One packs a gun, the other, you know, one packs a gun, the other packs a punch. 
I really thought that going into this film that we were going to have two very different characters, yeah. one being a gun specialist and one being a martial artist. But really, there's no difference between Chad and Alex when it comes to the action scenes. And what are you saying? The scowl my... and the slick back hair aren't enough for you? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. It's not, goddammit. Like... Chad's got the, that's the only difference. and the fucking shoulder plaids. That's that's literally the only difference. Like, they both fight exactly the same way. And I remember being, I don't know, how the fuck old was I? Like, 20? Um, 19 or 20. And I'm yeah, like, I man, I really 20. want to see this. I was hoping for, I and I legit, I legit was hoping for two very different styles right because you know being a martial arts fan i was like oh one's a gun one's a gun expert and one's a martial arts expert you don't really get that you basically have two guys that fight exactly the same way because it's van damme so i will say that that was one small criticism that had me down a little bit when i first saw this film but that would have made more sense if you had the van damme if you had chad who grew up with frank be a martial artist because he runs a martial arts school his dad yeah frank trained him and Chad, who grows up as a hoodlum in Hong Kong, doesn't, he just is a street tough. Yeah. But he knows guns. So when he's in hand to hand, he gets his ass kicked by Bolo and stuff, right? Well, maybe not even get gets his ass kicked, but I mean, like, you know, Chad might be fighting a room full of guys in a warehouse, and Alex just, you know, like, pops out behind a crate and shivs a guy in the back and then goes back into the shadows. He's just like, you know, allons-y! <laughs> he just stabs him and then vanishes. That'd be dope. You know, maybe Chad's out there doing karate kicks, but, you know, like, Alex is behind a crate in a warehouse with, like, a fucking sharpened toothbrush. Yeah, you know, right? He just pops out, like, and then stabs a guy and then slips back into the shadows. Like, that would have been that would have been cooler. That's a minor thing, but going in, I do remember going into the film was really looking forward to seeing uh, two very different sides of Van Damme. And we didn't, like, we got that a little bit in the acting, but as far as the fighting goes, like, there's no difference. Yeah, no. Um, I think that's why, like, Menahem Golan originally wanted the script from Sheldon Lettich and, and wanted it. But when he came up with this idea between him and Van Damme, they turned it down. Menahem Golan turned it down because he didn't think Van Damme could carry the acting part of having two characters. And uh, I think they he sold it or gave Lettich the rights because Lettich sued Cannon for, for not paying for him on uh, fucking Delta Force 3 or some shit. So, oh, really? yeah, and then they, uh, Menahem Golan and Cannon uh, gave him the rights to this script. And then Lettich sold it to a guy named Moisha Diamond, who ended up executive producing it and then working with Van Damme like 14 more films. Oh, okay. Kind of taking him through and taking him off of his whole Cannon thing. But that's, that's well, kind of how mean, it came to be. Yeah, this is, this is uh, you know, significantly a bigger budget. I do think... I do think that Van Damme gets a raw shake when it comes to people talking about his acting. Like, he does get better over the years. Oh, 100%. Like, you can see yeah. him grow as an actor. And even in this, you know, his Chad and Alex, like, you know, it's the the acting uh, difference is the greatest difference. But, like I said, as soon as it comes to kicking and punching and violence... It's the same. It's the same. And you can tell that he was a co-writer. Like, him and Sheldon Lettich wrote this because, dude, some of the lines are just... Just fucking melted, dripping cheese. Yeah, yeah, they it's are. It's fucking awesome. Like, but you can tell. Like, we, we should say when they uh, Frank finds out that Chad is in Hong Kong, grown up, and him and Alex go to Hong Kong to find him, and they go to this mahjong bar, ma- mahjong bar, and Chad is dressed like some preppy little, you know, pink shorts and a fucking green golf shirt, walking into this dive ass yeah, mahjong yeah, yeah. bar, 
and everybody thinks he's yeah. Chad. Or I'm sorry, everybody thinks Alex. he's Alex. And his girlfriend is there. Alex's girlfriend is there. And she takes him in the back room, unzips his shorts and grabs his cock. And he's like, uh, keep going. <laughs> Keep, keep going. going. Like, yeah. You don't even know this chick, and you're telling her to keep grabbing your yeah. dick? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then that's actually one of the best parts of the movie for me because <laughs> she turns around and sees behind him, and Chad turns around, and there's a, a point of view shot from the camera of Alex's face, and he just fucking headbutts the camera <laughs> and smashes yeah. Chad yeah. in the face. It's fucking well, awesome. He's got a stogie in his mouth, <laughs> and he just kind of gives him the upward nod. It's great. <laughs> and then just fucking Dooch. headbutts him. I thought it was fucking great, yeah. I thought it was good. But yeah, Chad's dressed wearing these little coral-colored pink uh, shorts, white socks, sneakers, teal golf shirt, fluffy hair, and then, of course, Alex is wearing his cowboy boots, jeans, his hair slicked back. Like, you know, they have the exact same length hair. Yeah. Um, It's just, you know, it's just Alex pushes his back, you know. Um, But honestly, like, while I was watching this film, I had to say, like, when the two of them are on the screen together... I think that the lighting is done properly. Like, you can tell that it's locked down. Like, there's no sunlight that can move. Yeah. It looks pretty good. Like, it does look pretty good. It does. For the there's one shot non There's one shot later digital. where the shadows don't match. Yeah. There's a couple of spots, too. Like, you said, like, a little green screen outline where they cut them over. Because for most of the shots, they're basically on one side of the screen. And the other's on the other side of the screen. And they basically just, you know, split screen it. Uh, then there's like shots where they're actually walking, uh, where one's actually covering the other one yep. in frame, and you can see the fucking green screen line, like there's like this perfectly green line around Chad, yeah. and you're like, holy fuck, I, I, I really see that this time. Yeah, it lights up pretty pretty good, but I mean, again, for '91, it's not bad. Like it's really not bad, and especially like you said, well, when you see it in the theater. Or when you see it on VHS, rather than like a Blu-ray or a high def, it really it really highlights it. Yeah, I mean this is it's it's less ninety one and more budget because yeah. Judgment Day Terminator Two Judgment Day came out in ninety one. Well, that, yeah, that's fair. And too. that has special effects that fucking kicks the shit out of stuff today in some ways. So yeah, it's uh, I appreciate what they did with the budget. Like it looks pretty good overall throughout the film. Yeah. So. I, I let that go. And again, I think it's credit to Sheldon Lettich. He's, you know, these two have immediate friction. Like, they don't like each yep. other because Alex walks in and Chad's getting a fucking dick massage. HJ. Yeah. It's uh, $10 for an HJ. For his girlfriend. Uh, $50 for a ZJ. <laughs> um, but anyway, he's getting that and they have this thing. And, you know, now I don't understand why Frankie waits until he's with Alex to tell both of them that his father was Yeah, he does. I don't know. What did they talk about on the flight to Hong Kong? <laughs> right? He hands... <laughs> Just completely quiet. He ha- Frank hands them, the two boys, the picture of the mom and dad with the two boys. And, like, Chad is just as surprised as Alex is. And Chad's lived with Frank for yeah. 25 fucking years. Yeah. So... Uncle Frankie. But, anyway. Just FYI, the budget on this was $15 million, Which probably went a lot to the cast. Because, I mean, between Jeffrey Lewis... And Van Damme and Bolo Young and Philip Chen. Yeah. Like, these are all good actors, right? Alan Scarf is in this. Oh, these these actors have been around. Most of them were, were well-established through the 70s and 80s on TV and in movies. So I'm sure a lot of that went to the, went to the cast. But, you know, there's a lot of good locations yeah. in here too, man. 
I will say too, like we're talking locations, we're talking, you know, we're talking budget and we're talking time frame too. The helicopter shots yep. and the helicopter footage, this is just indicative of older films because they didn't have like drones and shitty cams or stuff like that. But the you don't realize how fucking shaky helicopter footage is yeah. not just in this film but you know you watch a film from like chicago in the 1970s and they're showing the chicago skyline and the camera's just like and you're just like you're just like what the fuck why is that so shaky yep. but you know even in this film like a lot of those overhead shots you're just like holy fuck none of that is stabilized at all no and not a criticism just like shit that's the way things used to observation look. they would they would put people you know with the camera and the helicopter and it was just a fucking wobbly shaky ass shot of the city yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so they figure out they frank chad and alex figure out that yes they are brothers although alex is fairly unaccepting of that fact <laughs> from the jump but they decide to yeah. work together to sort of avenge their parents murder and alex takes them out on his little chinese junk here <laughs> to do a deal chad is wearing this what the fuck is up with these horizontal pleats on his shoulders I, dude i don't know i've never seen anything like it before but i'm part of me's kind of digging it <laughs> like he's got these fucking <laughs> horizontal pleats like shoulder pads Yeah, they go from shoulder like, to shoulder it's fucking crazy and that matching tie and the matching tie it's it's I don't know. It's pretty fucking dope. But yeah, they're basically <laughs> on the junk. They're doing this uh, contraband deal. So they've got these two Mercedes cars filled with contraband, like cigarettes, French and cognac, whiskey, yeah. American cigarettes and whiskey and maybe a couple issues of Playboy. Like it was 91. So maybe like Julie Roberts was on the cover or something. <laughs> and they're just like doing this big deal. And immediately, immediately like they shake hands and the Coast Guard somehow pops around the corner of the island and they're like haha we got you yep as soon as the transaction's done so somebody was on the end like to time it that perfectly it for fun had sakes. to be and that concludes part one of the podcast come back tomorrow for part two and then wednesday thursday friday for three four and the exciting conclusion part five if you would like to get the full podcasts again, go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast to become a patron for as low as $5 a month. You can get all of our full podcasts on Sunday night before everybody else. If you don't want to do that, you can go to offendedpodcast.com and you can buy some merchandise there. That'll give us a little bit of a help and it'll also give you something cool to rep the podcast that you know you love. You can also follow us on our social media. So go to Twitter at YHOTP, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can just search You Have Offended This Podcast. Leave us your film recommendations there. Anything you want to see, we are open to as long as it has kick and punching and some violence. So we'd love to hear from you. Please engage with us. Please leave us a review anywhere you download your podcast. That would be greatly appreciated. If you could, please also recommend us to your friends, family, loved ones, hated ones. We will take recommendations anywhere we can get them. Thanks once again for listening, and you have offended this podcast. We'll be back in your ears soon.